There are a lot of temptations today for male and female. And that's just one of them that I want to talk to you about today. That is the actual lust of adultery, the lust of the flesh. They will totally destroy a person's character, his life, his integrity, and even his marriage, and even his life. If we're not careful in taking heed to the Word of God. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. Today's message continues our marriage series with a crucial word of warning. Zeroing in on the all-too-common temptation to cheat on a spouse, Raul will urge you to look to God for strength as you commit to maintaining the health of your marriage. He'll also encourage you to seek God's restoration if you've already given in to sinful desires. Today's study is titled, A Warning Against Adultery. Here's Raul Reese in Proverbs chapter 5. This morning, what I like to do is I like to kind of share with you some of my concerns. We've been really ministering to the married and about marriage and divorce. And uh, this week, one of the things that uh, I thought about and that God spoke to my heart is to just bring some warnings. I'm not saying that everybody here or the whole church is actually committed uh, to the warnings against adultery. But it seems that at some time or other, many people have fallen into the sin of adultery. My counseling with most people, probably 90% of my marriage counseling, is to do with adultery. Either he or she has committed adultery. And we know that this is a real big thing today in the last days. And I just want to share my heart with you some of the things that I've studied through the scriptures and not what I say, but what does the word of God have to say to us? Warnings that I need, warnings that you need. Even if you're not married today, you need warnings too, because one day you are going to be married. Now this seems uh, to be consuming and destroying so many people today in the church as well as outside of the church. If you talk to people today. I believe that with all the advertising on newsstands and cable television, movies and music, uh, people are getting tempted and people are falling and they're actually living out their fantasies today, whether you believe it or not. There are a lot of temptations today for male and female. And that's just one of them that I want to talk to you about today. That is the actual lust of adultery, the lust of the flesh. They will totally destroy a person's character, his life, his integrity, and even his marriage, and even his life. If we're not careful in taking heed to the Word of God. Paul the Apostle, in the book of Galatians chapter 5, you don't have to turn there, but turn to the book of Proverbs chapter 5. I'm going to give you some scriptures In Galatians chapter 5, 16, Paul said, I say then, walk by the Holy Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh is lusting against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other, so that you do not do the things that you wish. 
But if you are led by the Holy Spirit, then you are not under the law. And now, these are the works of the flesh that are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, which means uh, the abuse of drugs, drug abuse, hatred, contentions, jealousies, adverse of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies. Envy, murder, drunkenness, rivalries, or wild parties and orgies, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as also I told you in times past, speaking to Christians, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Tremendous warning in the scriptures. As a matter of fact, the Bible has so much to say about this great sin. First of all, it tells us in the Bible that it is breaking God's law. You break God's law when you commit adultery. Whether in the Old Testament or in the New Testament, you are breaking the law of God. In Deuteronomy 5.18, he says, You shall not commit adultery. In the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 5, 31 and 32, Jesus says, But I say unto you, that if you even look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you already have committed adultery in your heart. You see? So adultery is a tremendous sin against God and against that person. Secondly, in the Old Testament, adultery was punishable by death. They would have to die physically. Listen, in Leviticus 20.10, The man who commits adultery with another woman, with another man's wife, he commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and adulteresses shall be surely put to death by stoning. The man who lies with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them both. If a man lies with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have committed perversion. The blood of both of them shall be upon them. So the law of God is very, very clear and very Open to the Holy Spirit's conviction to our own hearts in the New Testament times. Thirdly, adultery brings death. Not only physical death, but spiritual death. Proverbs 2, 18, 19 says, For her house leads down to death, and her path to the dead. None who go to her return ever again, nor do they regain their path of life. And then the Bible says, that adultery, it makes one poor. You'll lose everything. Proverbs 29.3 Whoever loves wisdom makes his father rejoice. But a companion of whores wastes all his wealth. And then fifthly, it produces moral insensibility. Proverbs 30.20 This is the way of the adulterous woman. She eats, she wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wickedness. And then the Bible says that adultery corrupts the land. Hosea 4.1 says, Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel, for the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying, killing and stealing, and committing adultery, they break all restraint with bloodshed upon the bloodshed. 
harlotry, wine, new wine enslaves the heart. You see? And then the Bible says, seventh, that it excludes from Christian fellowship. Fellowship with God is broken. See, our problem is the lust of the flesh. Whatever you're listening to, whatever you're looking at, whatever you're reading, you are feeding your flesh. And many times it's so important that we understand that God's word is very clear. God is not condemning. And God is not damning. But God is warning. Before you are damned. He's warning us. And yet Solomon was an expert in this issue. And here Solomon is writing to his own son in Proverbs chapter 5. Turn with me and let's exegese the passage and see what he says as he gives his warnings. First of all, in chapter 5 verses 1 to 6, we see the dangers of adulteresses. The exhortation. Now, the woman that he's talking in Proverbs about, the whorish woman, is a married woman. A married woman that is unfaithful to her husband. And this is what he begins with, chapter 5, verse 1, the exhortation here. My son, pay attention to my wisdom, lend your ear to my understanding, that you may preserve discretion, and your lips may keep knowledge. The importance of obedience, the importance of keeping yourself in the love of God. Keeping yourself in the love of God. Obeying God's word. Being a man and a woman of integrity. Being responsible, accountable for your actions. Notice that. God exhorts us to that. And then comes the warning. In verse 3. For the lips of an immoral woman or a strange woman. Drip like honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. Now let me tell you something about that smooth oil. Because a lot of times, many commentaries say that was the actual woman's kiss to the man. It's not a kiss. Literally, he talks about the appearance of this woman, where this woman is looked by every man as a whorish woman. The way she dresses, the way she puts on her makeup. And secondly, in the Hebrew, it says here that this woman, not this immoral woman or strange woman, her mouth is smoother than oil. It's a reference to the way she talks to him, her words. And she knows he's married. That happens all the time at work. In the supermarkets. Happens in the colleges. And it's so sad because here God is warning through his dad to the son. And then he describes this woman. But listen to what he says in verse 4. But in, in the end, she is bitter as wormwood. You better think about it before you do it. The word wormwood here is actually a bitter plant that he's talking about. The experience will not be sweet. The experience will end up in bitterness. And when he says, as the sharp two-edged sword, literally, it is the destruction, it is painful, it is destructive in the life of that person where the joy is gone, the peace is gone in that person's life, and now there's nothing but condemnation and guilt factor because of the sin. 
But you know what's amazing about this? Behind this woman, demons are working. And it says that this guy is so controlled by this sin that he can't let go. It's a possession of lust. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. We're committed to helping you stay faithful in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. Call us at 800-634-9165 or visit somebodylovesyou.com for life-shaping resources, including this entire marriage series on an MP3 flash drive. Let's return now to more of today's lesson with Raul Reese. Watch what he says. This is pretty incredible. Verse 5. Her feet... Go down to death. That word death there in the Hebrew is the place, Sheol, a place of the dead or where demons are, where they rule. Her steps lay a hole of Sheol or hell or demons. Lest you ponder her path of life, her ways are unstable. Notice that. They're not stable. Unstable. And you don't even know them. You're just thinking outwardly. And she's going to hook you. Verse 7. The exhortation again. Therefore hear or obey me now my children. And do not depart from the words of my mouth. Notice the warning not to turn from what? From your fatherly teaching of the word of God. You better believe God's word. He doesn't speak in vain. And here it is, verse 8. Remove your way far from her and do not go near the door of her house. Don't tempt yourself to fall. If you know there's a problem, stay away from her or him. I mean, there are people, men and female and male and female, that are constantly looking for a new excitement in sexual adventures. Here he warns us. Remove your way far from her and do not go near the door of her house. Why? Here it is. Lest you give your honor to others and your years to the cruel ones. Notice that. An adulteress will rob that person of your health and your prosperity. Sooner or later. You will get tweaked. You'll get messed up. You won't be the same. This is a scary thing. Look what he says in verse 10. Lest aliens be filled with your wealth and your labors go to the house of foreigners. You'll lose your wife. You'll lose your children. You'll lose your husband if you're a wife. You'll lose your house. You'll lose your everything. you lose your job. you lose everything eventually. Because physically, it will ruin you. Emotionally, it will destroy you. Trying to live a double standard life. Most people that commit adultery, they got to hide. They got to hide. They got to go here. They got to go there. So nobody can find out. You got to watch every receipt, everything that you do, your credit card, your phone, everything. Why? Because that's what happens. You don't want to get caught. And it brings stress in your life. And it brings pressure to your life. And eventually it's going to kill you. He said, well, how can it kill me? Look at the next verse. Verse 11. And you mourn at last when your flesh and your body are consumed. What do you mean? Well, 
literally in the Hebrew here, the result of sexual sin is herpes, gonorrhea, syphilis, and AIDS. That's what he's talking about. Somehow you're going to get messed up physically. It happens. You're not in command. God's in charge. And then they come in, and this is what they say. Verse 11, verse 12. And I say, how have I hated instruction and my heart despised correction? Man, I messed up. I didn't listen to the word of God. I hope you're listening today. Because you could be the next casualty. And if you find yourself right now, this very moment, in an adulterous relationship, male or female, whoever you may be, please, please repent. Cut it off before it's too late. Before you destroy your family. Because it hurts everybody. Your reputation, your integrity, all that will be out the window. Verse 13. He says, I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to those who instructed me. All the times you said in church. All the times you heard the word of God through the radio. And through TV. And you read all the magazines. It didn't sink. It didn't obey. It didn't take it to heart. And it happens to the best and to the worst. It doesn't matter who you are. You say, man, I would never do that. Hey, don't ever say that's pride. It could happen to anybody. Anybody. Verse 14, I was on the verge of total ruin in the midst of the assembly of the congregation. Notice this person is in church. In the middle of the congregation of the assembly, I was almost total ruined. And then in the middle of disaster, he brings in hope and he brings in the light. Verses 15 to 20, look what he says. The sanctity of marriage. Drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. This way you won't get polluted. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Keep it between you and your wife. Secondly, should your fountains be dispersed abroad streams of water in the streets? Should you share with everybody else that experience? No. It's only for you and your wife. He says, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. Notice what he says, my relationship, what? Sexually, from the wife God gave to me, my first wife, from my youth. As a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times and always be in rapture with her love. Not with somebody else's love, her love. You work in your marriage, you work in that love. So there's no adultery. For why should you, my son, be enraptured? The word enraptured in the Hebrew means, why should you go astray by an immoral woman and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? Notice what he says. Be enraptured in the arms of a seductress. She seduced you. You've been had. And you don't even know it. Just a matter of time. And then in verse 21, 23, the reminder about our sin. Look what he says. For the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. What does he mean by that? That God sees it. Nothing is past God. He sees it the whole time. And he's waiting for you to repent. Look what he says, 22. 22. 
His own iniquities entrap the wicked man, his own sins, and he is caught in the court of his sin. Hey, guess what? He can't let go. The spider has him trapped. He shall die. Notice that. He shall die because he's lacking instruction. And in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. I said. You say, well, if I find myself in that situation, what can I do today about that? Well, do what David did. Repent. David wrote Psalm 51 to show us true repentance. He said, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from all my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Here is the key. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. You see, there's going to be the consequences of sin. Even though God forgives me as I confess and I repent. Where David said, my sin is always before me and my mind's always there. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. God saw it. You see, it's an evil. That you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and then sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and the hidden parts you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Why? Because when you're in that sin, you don't have joy or gladness. And all your bones feel like they're broken. Why? Because of sin. You see? Because of sin. Hide your face from my sins. Blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take away your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, I need it. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your right spirit or your generous spirit. David says, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit again. It's been such a long time that I felt your presence and the joy of my salvation. All the joy has gone out the door when you live in moral lives, in sexual sin. If you're struggling with temptation or you've already compromised your marriage vows, we encourage you to ask the Lord for the strength and resolve to make things right with your spouse. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. If you'd like to hear today's lesson in its complete form, simply call us at 800-634-9165 and for a gift of $5 or more, we'll send a complete copy of today's teaching, A Warning Against Adultery. We'd also like to equip you with an MP3 thumb drive of Rawls' 20-part marriage study. This resource includes a special interview with Rawls and his wife, Sharon, who've endured the brokenness of infidelity but found restoration through God's mighty power. As you explore the biblical guidelines for a healthy marriage, you'll be encouraged to pursue the Lord's highest will for your relationship. To order our 20-part marriage series, including the bonus interview, Visit SomebodyLovesYou.com or call 800-634-9165. We'll send your USB drive for a gift of $30 or more. 
That's 800-634-9165. To order this resource by writing us, our mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We want to say thank you for your partnership. Your generous gifts are tax-deductible and enable us to keep sharing daily the good news of Jesus Christ. Join us next time as we continue this series with a word specifically for those whose spouse isn't a believer in Jesus. You'll find renewed hope and helpful insight as you trust God to bring spiritual life into your marriage. Here's Roll now with a closing comment. Deliver me, and then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing out loud of your whole righteousness. Notice what he says. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth, I shall show forth praises. For you do not desire sacrifice, else I would give it to your delight on burnt offerings. Because why? The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Repentance, humility, returning back to the Lord, getting rid of your sin, and walking in holiness with God. That's what God desires. You say, but you don't understand. I love this woman. I love this man. Hey, if you're married, it doesn't matter how much you love them. You got to get rid of them. It's sin before God. And if you don't repent and you die in that relationship, you will go to hell. That's what the Bible says. I bring warning to each one of us here this morning. I hope we listen to the warnings of God today. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.